I went to Poland in 1991 uh, on a Fulbright teacher exchange. Uh, I think it was enticing because it had been forbidden. All the years I had grown up in Europe, you could not go to Poland. Uh, so this was when the wall had just come down. And uh, Anya and I taught at the same school, the Pierre Privatny Lyceum. And it was like being in teacher heaven for me because they really wanted to learn English. It was the door that opened to the West. Uh, you don't speak English, you don't work. <laughs> you know, so uh, English opens the doors. In fact, now, uh, not only English, but uh, uh, you cannot find uh, any sort of employment, whether it's Poland or Germany or France. You cannot contact other engineers, you know, attend seminars, you know, follow the news if you don't speak English. I learned one basic thing, and it was 30 years ago, so I've been teaching for over 40 years, so, so Mary was part of my professional life for you know the majority of this teaching career of mine. And I learned one thing, that the only thing that really counts is personality, sense of humor, and the fact that you, really, you, you have to be emotional about what you do, and you have to like your, and respect your students, and that's the most important thing. And she has it, so I just took it, you know, from her and I <laughs> so I follow the example. <laughs> I think this is American style to be more friendly, less kind of uh, aloof. And I think it caught on. In the high school I think the kids really responded. Um, I think when you really like them, they can tell. I think what American teachers do verge on almost playing games, which was brand new for my Polish students. So I would have them write a poem uh, in the shape of what they were talking about. Like if they were writing about an umbrella, the words would take the shape of an umbrella. And I got on a, a crowded train once looking at my student papers, grading papers, and everyone in the entire train was so delighted with these word poems that they all went down the corridor into all the rooms. And I was rather relieved when they all came back. Just it was like such a marvel that a teacher would be doing something like writing poems in the shape of, uh, of pictures. So teaching can be playing too. I love my job, that's my passion. I teach English to engineers in Warsaw. I never come empty-handed, you know, from my trips to to the States. I collect newspaper articles, cut them out, you know, I collect business cards and, you know, I take thousands of photographs. And when I come with the copy of a menu from a restaurant and I distribute, even the engineer students, they like playing with with those toys when we have got some breaks for general English and for conversation, you know, because you cannot have a fully educated engineer if uh, so if he knows everything about, uh, you know, atom bonding and strength of a material, but he cannot order anything in a restaurant, you know, that's... <laughs> now when you're traveling with Anya, she's always taking pictures of signs, and I got such a kick out of her taking a picture of the guest book at the B&B and then go back to Warsaw and say, who was the person who complained about the squeaky floor? <laughs> uh. Sometimes they from different groups, they come up to me and they say, could I sign up for your class? Because I know the technical language, but I know that I need more. Because if I participate in a conference on a se or a seminar, I have to do the small talk, you know. So, so this is like in a package. <laughs> conversation was entertainment. I developed a habit of uh, more or less singing for my supper. People would invite me over for dinner and we would sit down at seven o'clock and heaven help me if I tried to get up before midnight. 
we found uh, something in common because we are both passionate about theater and I was just uh, before I met Mary I, I thought that it was not possible to go to the theater and sit at a play in a foreign language not understanding it but when Mary went with me to a Shakespeare place I realized that she knew every word of it you know so <laughs> and this is the thing that we keep doing you know for, for, for years when I come here we attend the Cedar City Shakespeare Festival and when Mary comes to Warsaw I keep an eye on the program of all the theaters and I take her to Shakespeare play or any other play and then she laughs at the particular you know at, the, at those moments when everybody else laughs and she's the first one to get the joke I don't know how she's no I, I <laughs> go on record as saying the best Shakespeare I've seen in the world has been in Warsaw uh, the plays are fantastic and when you're not listening to the words you're watching the acting uh, so, I mean, we were watching a murder mystery, and I said, well, did you see when you put the gun in the hat? And I, I think and I, I might have been the only one <laughs> paying attention to the man with the hat. Teaching is a fantastic way uh, of learning. <laughs> you have to explain many grammar issues so many times that finally you start understanding it yourself. <laughs> Well, I certainly learned a lot about English grammar. I remember there were nights when I would look ahead to the next day's lesson and it said third conditionals. And I'd say, what's that? <laughs> I'd, I'd have to read and then, oh, uh, there's a rule behind uh, how you construct this particular <laughs> sentence. Uh, and it turned the page, second conditionals, what's that? Uh, <laughs> so I was just staying one day ahead of my students in... Uh, in conceptualizing the rules that you just inherently know when you're a native speaker. The best thing about being a native speaker when you're teaching in another country is you're always right. You intuitively know the right way to say it. A lot of people don't think when they say, if it rains, we'll go inside. But you use the present tense in the first clause and the future tense in the second clause, and you really don't think about it. I learned quite late I was 15. When I started learning in a high school, uh, there, there was no chance to get papers in English. Now, my grandchildren started at, in kindergarten when they are three, so, you know, it's a totally different uh, reality. We are inhabitants of the global village that we are everywhere. I look at myself as a citizen of the world. I really feel my life has been really enriched by being able to spend a year teaching in Poland. This is Kirsten Swanson. And this is Mary Hears for Crossing Borders on Utah Public Radio. The UPR original series Crossing Borders is a year-long storytelling project between UPR and the USU Office of Global Engagement, providing services for international students and scholars, and facilitating study abroad opportunities for students and faculty. Details at globalengagement.usu.edu. And to explore more of the Crossing Borders series, head over to upr.org.